Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bot Sports Official Podcast here. Um, March was amazing. March Madness was amazing. Now we're here in April. Um, one last game for March Madness tomorrow. It was absolutely amazing. Great month of sports. Um, April is going to be great, too. Playoff season. MLB is back. Um, I can't wait. So let's get into it. Red Sox play the Yankees this week, opening day, April 7th on Thursday at 1.05 p.m. at Yankee Stadium. Um, I'm expecting big things out of this Red Sox team this year. That lineup looks incredible. God forbid anybody gets hurt. You know, hopefully we have a no-injury season. Um, But having said that, the Red Sox lineup looks incredible this year. Uh, Maybe the best in the AL East, maybe the whole... One of the best divisions in baseball, you know. I don't think anybody's going to beat that Dodgers lineup. But you never know, you know. It's a long season. 162-game season. <clears throat> Very excited is back. Um, you know, as most sports fans and LB fans, you know, it was a tough ride to get here. But, you know, things happen. You leave it out. You leave the lockout. You leave a lot of stuff out the door. And just be thankful we're not sitting there anymore. And we got baseball this week. Um so let's get into the Red Sox. <clears throat> Excuse me. Red Sox. <clears throat> sorry about that. Excuse me. Red Sox projected lineup. Enrico Hernandez outfielder. Rafael Devers at third base. Xander Bogarts at shortstop. JD Martinez, designate hitter. Designate hitter. Excuse me. Um, I'm expecting a big year out of Devers and JD um, with an incredible season they had last year. I'm just I'm just expecting a lot more things. You know, Devers looks great in sprint training, um, hitting the ball. He looks great making plays at third base, get the ball over there. He makes those quick throws first base to get the um, guys out. You know, he's just a stud and. He's going to be incredible this year. Especially a lot of home runs, a lot of RBIs, and I can't wait to watch him this year. Um, JD, too. He came up clutched in the playoffs last year. Helped us out huge. Lost the Astros, but we'll get back to this year, I think, with this team. But JD definitely had a huge year last year. Stepped up when we, when we needed him to, and I expect the same thing this year. <clears throat> um, Alex... Vardigo at outfielder too. Alex Vardigo, definitely another player I like, definitely from last year. Stepped up huge too. Um, Spent some big things out of all these guys. Next guy who I'm very excited to have in Boston. I'm thankful we got him. He's amazing. Trevor Story from the Colorado Rockies. Absolute beast. He's a stud. He can hit the ball. Like, <laughs> he really can hit the ball, you know, get, if he's not hitting a home run, he's usually getting a run home. So, you know, hitting the sacrifice, pop-ups, all that, getting the guys home, getting get in runs, and he's just a, he's great at bat, um, and he's a great second baseman, you know, so it definitely helps it out. Helping out the Red Sox with the flexibility and everything. Um, helping out a lot. So, excited to have him here. 
Next guy, Bobby Delbeck. It's sprint training right now. He looks like he's just hitting straight home runs. Uh, he's hitting a lot better than he did last year. He looks like he's up for the challenge and about to have a breakout season. So I'm excited. Bobby Delbeck at first base. Jackie Bradley Jr. outfielder. Christian Vasquez at catcher. Um, Red Sox play the Yankees. April 7th, open the day um, at 1 p.m. at Yankee Stadium in New York. Um, Nathan Ovaldi versus Jarrett Cole. Interesting matchup. Ovaldi's a good pitcher. I think he can get the job done, hopefully, against the Yankees, against Rizzo. They have some good players over there. I don't want to admit it because the Yankees, I don't want to say it, but they do. Um, Derek Cole, as we all know, is a very good pitcher. He's a stud, so it's going to be a good game. Looking forward to it. I can't wait. Um, <clears throat> enough about the Red Sox. Let's get into the Celtics. Celtics ha- just look great. You know, without Rob, we're uh, praise out to Rob Williams. They're saying he should come back four to six, week, four to six weeks. Um, let's hope it's sooner. Let's just hope he's okay, first of all. Let's just hope Rob Williams is okay, but um, he looks he looks like he should be back soon. So that's huge, you know. He's huge for the defense, as I said about a few other podcasts. He's definitely the biggest, if not second biggest, reason why the Celtics defense is as good as it is and why we rank so high. You know, one of the biggest turnarounds for the season. Uh, so praise out the Rob. Having said that, Celtics blow out the Wizards today, hundred forty four to hundred oh two. Huge win by the Celtics. Um, great win by the Celtics. The ball movement was incredible today. As it just, it's just a great thing to have in offense. That chemistry, the ball movement was beautiful. Setting up shot, setting up look, good looks. You know, moving the ball is just beautiful. Um, Al Horford, thirty minutes, eight rebounds, six assists, and ten points. Jason Tatum, what a game for Jason Tatum. Minutes, twenty nine minutes, six rebounds, seven assists, and twenty two points. Dion Tice. 24 minutes, 2 rebounds, 0 assists, and 6 points. Jalen Brown, 29 minutes, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, and 32 points. Marcus Smart, 24 points, 1 rebound, 7 assists, and 7 points. Grant Williams, good game by Grant Williams, too. He's stepping up in these last couple games. 28 minutes, 3 rebounds, 0 assists, and 16 points. On the offensive side of the glass, too, Grant's really starting to step up. You know, driving the ball, either dunking it or getting layups, and that's huge. Derek White, 24 minutes, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and 17 points. Um, so the Celtics, like the fourth quarter, we set our starters, and the bench came in, and the bench looked great. Um, Payne Pritchard, 18 minutes, 1 rebound, 3 assists, and 14 points. As I'm saying, Payne Pritchard is starting to look scarier. Game after game, practicing with Jalen Brown in the gym at practice. Pritchard and Jalen just look great practicing. Um, exactly what the Celtics need. Shooter to a guy to come off the bench and score. And I think Pritchard's that guy. Um, Sam Hauser, 8 minutes, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, and 0 points. Luke Cornett, 8 minutes, three three rebounds, 0 assists, and 4 points. Aaron Neesmith. Eight minutes, zero rebounds, two assists, and eleven points. 
Marquise Foltz. Six minutes, one rebound, three assists, and five points. <clears throat> the East is very tight right now. With the, at least I think the Celtics are still in um, third place. Um, third seed, so it's good for now. But uh, it's definitely... It's a different tight race with the Heat, Bucks, and the Nets, and the Sixers. Um, Nets are in 10th seed, so we don't have to worry about them. But if we look at the Sixers, they're in the 4th seed right behind us. The Heat are still in that 1 seed. The Bucks lost today, but I'm pretty sure they're still in that 2nd seed. And then the Raptors, I feel like, are going to be a scary team in the playoffs for some reason. I, I think the Raptors are going to be a sleeper team, so the Celtics have to watch out for them too. Hopefully, Rob can come back sooner. And he's okay. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> Let's talk about the Bruins. Bruins, last couple games, beat the Islanders 6-3. Um, yesterday, beat the Devils 8-1. Um, and then... Bruins the other day beat the Blue Jackets four to two. So the Bruins look very good. Um, I think four and one of the last three and one of the last games. You know, hopefully the Bruins can stay consistent. That's the biggest. That's the biggest thing. If we can stay consistent, that'd be awesome. Bruins next game is tomorrow versus Blue Jackets, and then tomorrow and then Tuesday versus Red Wings. Let's go Bruins. Stay consistent. <clears throat> All right, talk about March Madness now. What a Mar- what a tournament March Madness has been. It's looked incredible. Um very good very good tournament. One of the best I've ever seen. So many upsets. Um Coach K lost. You know, Coach K is a legend. Um forty plus years coaching at Duke, you know, Mary Terry man. It's not much you could say more good things you could say about him. You and North Carolina just they deserved it. Much as I wanted Duke to win. I will say North Carolina deserved it. Um, it's a new era of basketball, you know. We all love Coach K and stuff, but it's a new era. So, and Caleb Williams and all those guys from North Carolina are just playing out of their bods. Incredible. Um, everybody's saying Kansas is gonna win, but I think I don't know who I think. I think this game could have so many upsets can happen. It's March Madness is a championship, especially. Um, Anything can happen. Having said that, let's get into this game. Let's get into this matchup. North North Carolina versus versus Kansas tomorrow night. <clears throat> Tip off is at nine twenty p.m. in New Orleans. North Carolina is the eight seed, and Kansas is the one seed. Um. So the spread is Kansas plus four and a half. Um, North Carolina is minus four. I think if I had to pick a bet, if I had a bet, if I had to pick it, I would say Kansas covers plus four and a half because anything could happen, as I said, but the Kansas just has more. They just have more defense, more playmakers. Their offense is better. I think they're just... They're the best team in this tournament. As good as North Carolina is, you know, I'll never give up. They have the heart. They have the Caleb, Caleb Williams and all those guys. I just think Kansas has more. I think they're the best, better team, you know, 
more on east side of the ball. Um, I really think Kansas can build a lead by 10 points. They win by 10 points, and they cover plus four and a half. Um, I really think they do. I think that's an easy easy bet and an easy cover for Kansas because it's going to be a tight game, and at the end of the game, Kansas is just going to have that lead and just get a couple of stops on North Carolina, build that lead, and able to cover that four and a half. Um, the money line is North uh, North Carolina plus 160, and Kansas money line minus 200. Um, I would take I would take spread for Kansas if I had a trust to bet. I would tr- take Kansas plus four and a half because I really think that Kansas is gonna build the lead. I mean, these last couple games, Villanova they've been able to build that lead, that large lead. Um, I believe that game was sixty nine to eighty one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was versus Nova. So you see how they been able to build a big lead kind of and not let any teams back in the game, you know, close games out. So I feel like Kansas is able to build a lead and maintain it. That's going to be a great game, though. Great tournament. What a college basketball season it was, though. Definitely a great college basketball season. Definitely shows a lot of potential in the next couple years in the draft. These draft classes for the NBA. These kids are going to be fun to watch. Even for next year in college basketball. This new era of NBA is going to be incredible. Moving on to the Patriots. To the Patriots this weekend. um, Patriots trade for Devontae Parker for a third, a 2022 third round pick. A very good skilled set. He's got good hands. Good run after a catch ability catch the ball he can catch the ball and make a play after get outfield after make a play huge is what the Patriots need at that receiver one spot receiver two he can work his way to his receiver one as long as he can stay healthy I think this is a very good pickup for the Patriots good quickness for his size very big guy but he's got good quickness so you know he can make he can go up and get it, and he can make plays. So exactly what the Patriots need. I think he fits very well with the Patriots and Bill Belichick, always, um, cook, uh, making a game plan against him when the Patriots would play Miami. So, um, it's it's a very good pickup. Bill's gonna have to know how to use him after scheming against him. So I think it's a very good pickup for the Patriots. Um. He presents a lot of problems on deep balls. You know, Mac can definitely... That's what... I feel like that's what Mac hasn't really had. Like, his first year last year, we didn't really have that deep threat. Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, excuse me. But he wasn't really that deep threat as you would want, like, Devontae Parker, you know? He just... He's bigger, and he has more speed. Um, He's a big target on the... And, end of routes and across the routes. So what I like the Patriots always like to do is do that like crossing road on the middle on like second and ten or not second and second and short. Just throw that little crossing route drag route. Devontae Parker can be a huge threat on that. Exactly what we need. So 
Patriots, I think make one more move. You know, we're not going to get Odell Beckham. I wish we could, but I'd rather say, as much as I would love Odell Beckham here, I definitely don't think he's coming to the Patriots. You know, let's be realistic. Um, let's make one more move, and I think we're fine. Or we wait to the draft. As long as the Patriots can draft and fill the holes of Kyle Van Noy and Dante Hightower, we will be fine. And draft one receiver. That's all we need to do for the Patriots, and we will. Be, this team will be fine. The AFC, though, as we all know, it, it it's going to be hard this year to win. This AFC is loaded. Um, a lot of moves have been made this off season. I mean, free agency and off season, and um, the AFC is loaded. So it's going to be an amazing year for the AFC. It's going to be fun. How Bill schemes against all these teams, Bill Belichick. But I can't wait for football season. Thank you guys. Good night.